This is my true love, The Office. There could be no better thing to talk about. Welcome back to That's What They Said, the podcast where we break down and discuss the greatest show of all time, The Office, like you've never heard before. It's the father and son podcast. So order some appetizers, get your acceptance speech ready, and sit back, relax, and enjoy this pod. My son, Griffin Yaz, is here as usual. And there it is. It's not the kids this time. Oh, yeah. You want the kids? We can do the kids. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. (laughs) All age demographics. So what we do here is we count. Oh, they're they're, okay. Enough kids. (laughs) Calm down. So what we do here is we count down the 10 top episodes of The Office, according to us. And by the way, we're right. And we are getting down to the nitty gritty because this is episode. I don't even know what number episode this is, but I know that we are up to the third top. So in in other words, we started with 10. We're down to three. Griff, would you mind recapping how we got here? Yeah. Number 10, we had basketball. Then number nine was company picnic. Mm -hmm. Then number eight was the injury. Number seven was dinner party. Number six was stress relief, part one and part two. Those are two separate episodes if you guys want to listen. Office Olympics is number five. Number four, our last episode was The Fire. Mm. And that brings us to number three this week. Ryan started The Fire. And yes, of course, down to three. So this is, we're really getting to it. And crazy. I know. And so here we go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Number three episode of all time is Griffin. The Dundies. Oh, wow. I'm really getting up there now. Epic. Like, we're really getting to those classic, like, everyone knows. Everyone episodes. knows the Dundies. In fact, this is the, the first of two episodes about the Dundies. You remember what the other one was, Griff? When D'Angelo Vickers is being trained to run right. the next Dundies. That's right. In the last season or the second to last season, maybe? No, it, it actually, it's it not. Been, no, it's season seven, maybe, because right. that's when Michael leaves. And it's called Michael's Last Dundies and uh, much different Dundies. But this Dundies is the one that checks in at number three. It was... The first episode of the second season, so it was the premiere episode of season two, written by Mindy Kaling, once again, and directed by uh, Greg Daniels. Mindy Kaling, of course, plays Kelly Kapoor on the show. And in this episode, Michael Scott is the only person who looks forward to the Dundies, his annual awards show at the local Chili's restaurant. Oh, by the way, this aired first, September 20th, 2005. Sheesh, that was a long time ago. So uh, he looks forward to this. He thinks it's a big morale booster. He gives out awards to the whole office. They decide to have it at the local Chili's. Michael tries to, excuse me, Jim tries to dissuade Michael from once again awarding Pam with the world's longest engagement because that's a source of embarrassment for her, of course, being engaged to Roy for so long. They go to the awards show. Michael's performance as MC falls flat. He's taunted by some people. I want to get into that, Griff, because that was an interesting little incident. Mm -hmm. And it causes Michael to become completely deflated. He calls off the Dundies. But then somehow Pam garners up some enthusiasm for this, revives the show. Michael goes on to finish the Dundies with a flourish. Pam gets super drunk and gets kicked out of the Chili's. Mm -hmm. And then at the close of the episode, Jim and Pam have sort of this weird moment where they look at each other like Pam is, is about to tell him something about 
how maybe she actually really loves him or something and that never comes to fruition but nonetheless a good time is had by all at the dungeons did i cover it you think that's pretty good okay thank you very much all right so let's start with best lines do you want well, to start hold with on best we have lines? to say the way that the show works is we go through different categories oh that's right so we're going to start yeah, with the, the best lines of the entire episode just based off of our opinion right um then we give each other trivia then comes our mvp and our sleeper of the episode two characters that we feel deserve extra recognition mm-hmm. um then we'll give you a deleted scene followed by shrewding it where we nitpick uh little things that don't really make I sense really shrewded it. thank right. you <laughs> then the george Foreman grill hot take of the week stuff that we come across in the episode that we think deserves extra attention okay. and then finally we're going to present our own dundies but this is going to mm. be a little special segment of the dundies for us I and mean, we'll get to that later yeah first time we're going to do this but it's apropos because this is the episode where we are introduced to the dundies so best lines you want to kick lines. it off Griff? Yeah, so you're going to have to find it. Okay. Uh, it's, when, it's a classic Michael Scott just being funny. Being Michael Scott. And he says, like, don't talk. Stop it. We, uh, that was when he's trying. This controversy, at least in Michael's mind, this controversy about the Dundies because he thinks people are saying it's going to stink or whatever, and he gets really defensive. And then Dwight blows in with that. The, the There's a little bit of a subplot here about the bathroom wall. Tell people about that. Yeah, so someone's written something about Michael on the bathroom wall, and it's Dwight's quest to figure out what is written about Michael. And he goes through different like ways to figure it out. He ends up going into the bathroom, and Phyllis catches him. But that's like the kind of subplot. And then he sh- tells the entire office that the ladies don't deserve a bathroom. And for that reason, there will be two men's rooms. <laughs> right. So when he's presenting this information, Michael walks out and starts talking about the Dundies. Let's take a listen. For a reason. And if you cannot behave like ladies, well, then you are not going to have a bathroom. You're taking away our bathroom? We are going to have two men's rooms. But where would we... Go. Be prepared to hold it, folks, okay, okay. from 9 a.m. Look, um, Michael, yes? Dwight's banning us from our bathroom. Okay, well, that's ridiculous. So just don't, I, I don't well, have time for this right no, now. There needs to be repercussions just for don't, people's don't behavior. Don't talk, don't talk. Stop it, stop it! That's a good call. Thank you. That's one of, in a previous episode of our podcast, I had brought out how, I love how he does these little as I call them, unspellable utterances. Like when he had the, the injury to his foot, he did this, yeah. and then sometimes <laughs> he goes, and shut it is, is the other one. But this was a particularly Good vivacious one. shut it. Yeah. My next quote is Go. when Dwight is introducing the, the Dundies at Chili's, mm-hmm. and he says about the acceptance speeches for the awards, he says, and I quote, I have wrap-up music, and I'm not afraid to use it. Devin. Devin. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote that down in one of my categories because that's a good line and also mysterious because Devin's a mysterious character. Right, we don't right? really know anything about him yet. Right, he gets fired eventually in the episode called Halloween. He barely has any lines in the show until that episode, and so we're left to wonder what long acceptance speech did Devin make in the past. Right. Dungeons? We don't know. We don't know. That's a good one. You got any more? Yeah, I have... Two more. Go for it. I have when Ryan accepts this award for hottest in the office, he's mm-hmm. has like a kind of a side interview and he says, they, they ask him, where is he going to put his Dundee? And he says, I don't know. That's the least of my concerns right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's got this strange boss who, who uncomfortably desires him or something. And then we yeah, see in a deleted one. scene where he actually complains to Toby about it, like goes to HR just, oh, yeah. but they didn't keep that. He's more of a good sport in the real show. And then my last one is when Pam falls down from her stool 
And Dwight runs over to go help her and says, don't worry, I'm a sheriff's deputy. And then Jim says, he's a volunteer. And then Dwight mutters under his breath, don't get into that right now or something like that. You need to pull it up because it's a funny delivery. Yeah, there must have been some weird backstory there. Like Dwight gets defensive about it. But Pam has had too much to drink. She is um, talking with Jim and we'll pick up the action here after she... Broke hello. Fall, so now she's fallen off the stool. Here comes Dwight. Oh my god. You are so drunk. Did you get that? Please tell me that you got this is all gonna be on. Grab your tongue! Grab your tongue! It's okay, I'm a sheriff's deputy. Well he's a volunteer. Don't get into that now. It's like a little throwaway line. It was so so weird. So my line with well, those was that yeah, that, that's it for me. Okay. Might be pretty quick at the beginning. Michael is boasting about how the Dundies gives the every man employee a boost. And these people wouldn't ordinarily otherwise get awards. And he says, who's going to give Kevin an award? Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Which is great. That was my trivia question. Who would give Kevin an award? Oh, okay. Sorry. I stole one of those. This will happen during the course of the podcast. As you can see, Dwight, <laughs> you should smack me for calling you Dwight. No. Griffin and I, right. Griffin. Dwight. D-W-I-G. Griffin and I prepare separately so that we can surprise each other. But sometimes we, we cross paths or as it were. So next line, when Michael's trying to make his one of his opening jokes in the Dundies, it's just a joke about an HR person having being swimming in paperwork. And so he says he's trying to make a move on this HR woman and he, I'm trying to take her bra off and she makes me fill out five pages of paperwork. And so Dwight says, like an AIDS test, like just com- <laughs> completely ruining the joke. And then my last one is just, uh, it's kind of an obvious one, but when Pam, a drunken Pam gets her award, she ends up grabbing the award, the Dundee and saying, I feel God in this chilies. <laughs> in this I chilies. feel God today. I feel God today. Woo! Yeah. Woo! <laughs> best Dundies ever. So those are my uh, lines. That's pretty good. That has to be the best line of the, sh- the entire episode. I think I, I, think I recall, chills. yeah, I think I recall Jenna Fisher saying she gets that line a lot. Like when she's out and about, people will tell her that they feel God in this chilies. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> All right, trivia. You want me to hit you first? Yeah, please. All right. At the beginning of the show, Michael is trying to make, is just kind of ha- trying to have fun with Jim and his playful way that never lands properly and he calls him so my trivia question is can you name just one other or more if you want of awkward nicknames that he gives to employees employees yeah anybody wow i'm totally blanking like when he walks out to stanley the manly yeah, that'll count. That'll count. Yeah. Thank you. I also would have accepted. Well, the one we covered in the past was Mitha Rogers for uh, Mit, Mit, and also, Rogers. but also with Pam. I feel like he's got a few of them. Oh yeah, like with he'll be, he'll say like Wham Bam, thank you Pam, or yeah. he'll be like I want a slice of Christmas Pam or yeah. something like that. He does do that, right? More trivia for you, Griff. You ready? Yes. After. They give out the Dundee to Pam. She ends up getting, much to her delight, the Whitest Sneakers Awards or the Whitest Tennis Shoes Awards. This is my question, too. All right, so you give it to me instead. What is the brand of the sneakers that you wore? Oh, that wasn't mine. No, what is it? Keds. Right, that's that's the right answer. All right, so my question to you is, immediately after that, Roy gets up to accept... Oh, I'm sorry. I, I blew the question. What I'm referring to is the old Dundies. Right. Oh, so when Pam's, Pam is assigned the task of looking at videotapes of old Dundies and she sees 
that Pam gets the award for longest engagement and Roy gets up to accept the award mm -hmm. and Roy said, and Michael says, anything you'd like to say? And Roy says, well, I guess I'll see you next year. And then immediately after that, Michael responds. Do you know what he says? Like, I hope not. Yeah, that's it. Thank wow, you. Griff, I didn't think, I hadn't heard that because Michael delights in the fact that he gets to give out the longest right. engagement, but he actually said something kind of nice. Like, I hope not. I hope something like, like actually like socially correct right. in that situation. Yeah. Which unusual for him. Yeah. What else do I have for you? One of them was about Devin, but you already got that. Thank you. And, oh, okay. Who is the, over the course of the history of the Dundies, as far as we know, uh, there have been two employees who have gotten the hottest employee award. One of them is Ryan, who right. receives it in this episode. Who's the other one? He's the guy that they do the sting on. Danny Cordray. That's right. Woo! Very good. That's a deep pull, Griff. Very Thank good. Nice I always mess up his name. You asked me that question like weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. That actor is actually known now for other things like that show with Drew Barrymore, and I can't think of its name. So That's all right. All right. So I have two questions for you then, because you already took two of them. All right. Sorry. My first question. This one's really hard. I really doubt you're going to get this. All right. So when you talked about the old Dundies, he's giving a award to Oscar Martinez. Right. Right before it cuts out, he says the the blank award goes to Oscar Martinez. What award is he given? Oh, man. Is it just something, a play on accounting or something? It, like yeah, a, something we're, like that. We're accounting on you now. It's All actually right. about money. It's not All about right. like, the word. Accounting. What was it? The show me the money. Award. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Darn, I think I actually wrote that down. I forgot it. Show, Show me, me the money. money he, Michael defaults to just like making a play on words on whatever the person does. You can't think of yeah. a good word for him. The spiciest curry award. The spicy curry award. Oh, boy. Um, all right. My, my next question and last Go question. Ahead. Yep. Can you name what number Dundies this is? Which annual Dundies this is? Oh, my God. I don't know, but I will guess five. This is the eighth, eighth annual Dundies. Dundies. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? That He's been doing it since... That means well, that 1998 mean, or yeah, something like that? Yeah, and that, that would be like before... Well, that then the question looms, did Michael actually invent the Dundies? Has he been the, has he been the manager for all this time? Because Dwight, I think, in season one, I think Dwight said he's been working for him for five years. Or maybe even season two. The, the episode we just did, The Fire. Didn't he say he's been working him for five years? Yeah, something like that. So there were like three that. Dundies before Dwight even showed Who up. Did Ed Who Truck did the start the, the Dundies? <laughs> this has to be a shooting it because that, it doesn't yeah. work out. Well, wait, no. Do we know how long Michael's been manager for? I, I was just going on how long Dwight. Yeah, we don't know. Maybe that's in the... So this will make you jealous because it made me jealous. When, and I always reference this podcast at least once during the course of our podcast. And it's the one that Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey do, Office Ladies, the actual actresses. From, they're doing this great podcast. They go episode by episode. And I'm calling her Pam, but Jenna Fisher says she has a copy of what they call the show Bible. And the show Bible is meant to ensure consistency throughout the course of the show. So anytime you learn something about one character, it's written down on that character's page. And it, the thing is like super thick. Now, wouldn't you like to see that? Yes, Cause it, absolutely. Because it has like all the backstories and all the things we know about everybody that we might have forgotten. I, they should sell that. That would be cool. I would buy that. You hear that? NBC or whoever owns the office these days. Netflix. All right. Are we up to MVP? I think we I are. I guess we are. I wonder. We had a streak broken last week where we didn't match. No, we, did we match either last week? No. We matched the first. We matched MVP. Okay. Right? Yeah. All right. You'll have to watch, listen back and find out. Please, Griffin, first. present your MVP for the Dundies. My MVP is Pam. 
Wow. Okay. Good choice. Not mine. Your MVP is not Pam. Okay. All right. Pam provides a lot of comedy in this one because she gets obscenely drunk and yep. she gets permanently banned from Chili's. I just think that whole storyline, you never see her. You never see her drunk ever again in the entire show. Yeah, I think that's true. The only time, can you name the other time that she drinks? Well, I remember her having a drink at Poor Richard's because I remember her. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's not what I was thinking of. But, Actually, no, say? she doesn't have it. It's in Niagara when oh. Jim says, no, Pam, you don't have a drink. And right. then whatever that's the aunt finds drink. out. Right, she finds out that Pam's pregnant. Yeah. That's why she's not drinking. All right, that's a Your good MVP. one. That's a good one. No, but you could, well, I'll, I will elaborate later in the show on why that's a good choice. Oh, that's a teaser for you people. My MVP was Dwight because for a couple of reasons and one particularly subtle reason, he handle, he makes a, a couple of very funny lines as the audio man for, like, why does Michael even need an audio man for an, for an office awards party? But Dwight has all these little sound drops, which I appreciate being a podcast producer oh, myself. Yeah. yeah, he does the, oh yeah, which is particularly well-timed. He has a great comedy moment where he attempts to save Pam from something she doesn't need to be saved from. He whips off his shirt. But then the, re the one that put me over the top was at the very end, it, it's a kind of a subtle moment because we forget that Dwight is vying for Michael's approval in this and he still feels he's in a competition with Ryan because Michael adores Ryan for some reason. And at the very end, if you notice, Michael is walking out and he says, great job, Dwight. And Dwight says something about, yeah, I want to make sure she didn't have a concussion. <laughs> and she used the flashlight to make sure she didn't have a concussion. Right. And Michael's like, no, but I, what I meant was the audio tonight. Great job. And Dwight says, oh, thank you. And immediately he looked and who does he look at? Ryan, Ryan, he gets a little look to Ryan, like one for me, kid. Yeah. So I, I gave it to Dwight. Your choice is excellent as well. Though. Thank you. Yeah. So we uh, move on. And the next category <laughs> is sleeper, of course. And uh, you go for your sleeper. Okay. My sleeper is Stanley. And it's, I'm not like super confident about this choice, but he just had three, probably two or three very solid lines. For some reason, I like the way at the beginning he says to Michael, we better order more, we better order more appetizers this year because yeah. I, I like that. And then just a very funny exchange where he brings his wife, who happens to be white, to Stanley's black, that his wife happens to be white. And, and that is confounding to Michael because Michael Stanley says, I thought you said we were allowed to bring our spouses. And Michael says, yes, I'd be delighted to meet yours. And it's like, she's right here. Her name's Terry. And Michael's like, and I think that's when Dwight hits, it with, hits us with the, oh yeah. Oh yeah. So he, and then he had a great line at the end as the tide is turning back towards Michael and people are now into the Dundies. He says, well, I got the best worker award or something, which is last year I got the, the great work, great worker, whatever. But at least didn't get the Dundee for the smelliest poop, like the smelliest the movement. bowel movement, right? So that's my sleeper. How about that's you? That's a good pick. I Thank was going to pick Stanley, but I feel like I've picked Stanley a lot for my sleeper. Right. So I just went with Phyllis. Mm. I really struggled with this because there's not a great, like... <laughs> yeah, it, this was a hard choice to, the, for sleeper. Just because Phyllis has, like, two pretty good scenes. The one where she walks up to accept the busiest beaver award, mm. and then she looks at the award, and it's actually the bushiest, bushiest beaver. beaver yeah, which is great. And then the second one is when she catches Dwight in the bathroom, mm -hmm. and she runs out at him, and she starts yelling, and they start yelling at each other. That's a funny scene. But besides that, there's no one else, really, that besides Stanley also, that has, like, funny sub 
little lines. Yeah, I'm with you. This one was uh, the up episode was dominated by Michael, Dwight, Jim, and Pam, Agreed. basically. So hard you to can't hide. give any of them the sleeper. Exactly. Hard to find a sleeper in the lot. When we come back, we are going to give you a deleted scene from the Dundies. May shed some light on what was going on in Michael's mind in devising the Dundies. For a moment, I want to tell you what we do at the Boston Podcast Network. How would you like your own podcast? You might think this is not the time to do it, but we would argue that with people in quarantine, probably still as you're listening to this, or at least kind of recovering from that whole deal, people are at home and they want to hear from you. If you're a financial advisor, lawyer, or really any professional business owner, a podcast is a great way to meet your audience. When your listeners hear your podcast, you're in their ears, literally. Contact us at pod617.com to get started. Be part of the pod revolution, pod617.com and pod we trust. So I'll play a little bit of this deleted scene. There are a lot of good ones. And if you're a fan of the show, by the way, just simply hit YouTube and hit deleted scene, pick an episode because it's just a gold mine of like funny stuff. It's right? basically a full another episode for some of these of just unshot stuff that isn't in the episode itself. Right. And well, like of the deleted scenes, though, what percentage do you think are actually good and funny? And what are like, like, I would say like 70% of them yeah, are like was gonna good s- stuff. Yeah, I was going to say about two thirds, about two out of three are good. Like that could have been the episode. And then that last third is, yeah, I can see why they didn't put that in. Do you think in. they have deleted scenes? Because the deleted scenes seem too good almost. Like they seem <laughs> like they're really like selecting the good stuff for this. Well, actually, that's a good question because the, it, it certainly doesn't represent everything that they shot. The deleted scenes must mean it made it to some level like right before editing so yeah yeah, there's probably a whole bunch and there are bloopers too on there but we haven't even talked about bloopers so here's michael uh deleted scene i guess you could say an alternate scene when he comes out trying to parody the song opp here he is I have listened to that song so many times and I still don't know what OPP stands for. <laughs> Other people's I, something. I... So Pam, I wonder who's going to get longest engagement this year. Well, you're not going to get longest engagement, man, because we got that locked up. I wonder what I'll get. I brought my fiance. All right. So, and by the way, his fiance is there, and she's like a, a, an attractive woman. Do you remember what her name is? Stacy. That's right. Thank you. So we get to see Stacy. She doesn't have any lines or anything. But the OPP thing is just funny. So th- that was a very big hip hop song before your time, Griff. But it was supposed to be kind of a mystery. What OPP? It means other people's privates, or you can use the more graphic terms for that. But it's pretty obvious if you listen to the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. There's your deleted scene. So we move on to shrewding it. I really shrewded it. So we'll poke some holes in the episode. And Griff, let's go Let's go rapid fire back okay. and forth. My first shrewding it is kind of questioning Michael's intelligence. Because when he's talking to Jan, he says, like, Jan Levinson, will you please de- descend upon us lowly serfs? Right. Do you think he knows, like... What a that, lowly surf is? Yeah, like, that's not a real, like... They Common te- phrase. They still teach about surf. I know what a surf, uh, yeah. surf is. It's in feudalism. Yeah, but do you think Michael really knows that? <laughs> no, like I had basically forgotten what it was. That Yeah, that's a good one, Griff. Thank you. Surf is not a Michael Scott kind of word. In fact, he would have said something. The real Michael Scott would have said something like surfboards or something. He would have messed it up. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> right. All right. My first one is Michael has Pam meticulously go through the highlights from previous Dundies. Why? 
when was that used? Like, there was no, like, <laughs> doesn't he say like to see which jokes landed? But then he doesn't even talk to her about no. it. Like, I thought maybe like there would be some information. Like he would go up and say, "Well, last year this person won this award," but no, it was just wasting time. Right, which is typical for him, I guess. But so it's a mild truth. But go ahead, Griff. Oh, okay. So the I have two really good ones. I'll save those for the end. But mm-hmm. my second one is. When Pam kisses Jim on the lips, mm-hmm. no one makes a big deal out of that at all. Like, yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? That's after Pam accepts the award. Absolutely. Um, she thanks God for being in the chilies. And then she runs back to her seat where she finds Jim and she kisses him on the lips. And then it's not a big deal at all. N- yeah, absolutely. A great call. We don't see anyone's anyone react to it, which I think we're supposed to. Like, in other words, it can't be anything but a big deal. Like people not like Angela accuses Pam of constantly flirting with Jim, even though Pam is engaged. But and I listened to this again to quote from this podcast. So Jenna Fisher shed some light on this. She said that she thought Jenna Fisher thought Pam was just in the moment, didn't even really know what she was doing. But to Jim, it was he ma- he makes a face like, holy crap, right, this, right. Girl, this girl that I secretly love just kissed me on the lips. That must be good. But yeah, the question looms, why isn't the office, office like, wouldn't they gossip about this? They exactly. Gossip? Yeah, so that's a good one, Griffin. That's a good one. Let's see. Okay, so here's one, and I'll play you the sequence, Griff. When the Dundies, at least for a moment, completely goes to crap, when Michael starts getting heckling, heckled, and I'm not even going to play the audio Griff, but I'm going to play it for you and I'll narrate. So here's Michael and there's a guy and the guy throws something at Michael. Yeah. My question is, what the hell did he throw? What was it, that? I, it looks like a diaper. Like, yeah, I have no idea like what it a, is. A big rolled up like wet toilet paper or something. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. It oh. leaves a little like thing on his, Here, a little smudge on his shoulder. Little office party. So if you want to, hey, cool it guys, really. You suck, man. That's that right, like thud there. Yeah, that thud right when he says you suck, man. It, it okay. So my shrewd is first of all, there are rude people at bars. There are rude people at restaurants. That guy was way over the Overtly. top. Way over the top. Like they they could have played that differently. They could have they could have had him just even if they just had him shout you suck, dude. And then Michael just got deflated. But to throw something in, yeah. like, like, why isn't that guy kicked out of the chilies? Yeah. Like, Pam gets kicked out for just falling off the stool. That's a good one. Thank you. Okay. You got more? Yeah. So Pam leaves the chilies with Roy initially, and then she gets in kind of like an argument. Before she leaves, she's sitting with Roy. And then when she gets back, she sits down with Jim. Right. Before that, Jim was sitting with Ryan. And then yeah. all of a sudden, Ryan has miraculously moved up to the back of the restaurant where he's then sitting with Toby and Kevin, I think it is, in the back of the restaurant. Why did he move? Like, yeah. it's too good to be true that all of a sudden the seat right next to Jim's wide open. Yeah, not only that, but if you watch closely, I remember hearing about this. Oscar moves like three times during the course. <laughs> like, yeah. you see him sitting with some, you actually see him sitting with some random couple that is not part of the cast of the show. And so, who the hell was that? So that's a really good one. That that I just don't think they, they figured that out. Great, that's a good one. Great one. All right, here's one that I know you're going to know as soon as I say it. But when Dwight notices that Pam has fallen off the chair, he leaps up and he's going to spring into action. But you know the first thing he says? It was on the closed captioning on the screen, so I thought you might have seen it. He, no. said, he yells, Vince. It said it on the closed captioning. Who's Vince? Exactly. That's my point. I have no idea who Vince is. And I don't know if that's a closed captioning error. 
he was uh what why don't we why don't we why don't we play it we'll go right to the videotape and see uh, the my only guess is maybe vince was the dundee's manager that the chili's manager sorry the chili's manager and maybe dwight had befriended him but so here take a listen see if you can actually hear dwight saying vince here it comes please tell me that you got vince, this is all gonna vince, be on <laughs> right i see that yeah and and the audio sounded like you said vince Agreed. i don't know what else he might have been saying so who the hell is vince who all right is that's my shrewd good know. one all right go ahead my best one is go ahead so we are under the impression until right before the sh the the Dundies that Pam will be getting the longest engagement award. That's right. And Michael plans for it. Michael says, "No, it's our best one. Like it lands every year. It gets funnier every year." Mm -hmm. But then he changes it to the the whitest sneakers award. Right. That's right. My question is, yes. how did he change the engraving on oh. on the award? Wow. Thank you. That's you get the kids applauding for that growth. That's a great one. That's a great one because yeah, he definitely planned to do it. Definitely planned to do it. And yeah. then also when he presents it, he looks down at the words and reads it off of the, wow. the trophy. Yeah. And that was that same day. It, we're, we're, the exact same day. You're right. Brilliant growth. Thank Your you. Best one. My only other one was J uh, Roy and Daryl leave after like five minutes of the Dundies. Mm -hmm. to let's get that. My question is just, were they required to be there or not? Like they're the warehouse, so they're separate. Like to yeah. me, it's one or the other. Like like either. Why is Daryl there at all? It, well, right. Yeah, you're, a Pam, Roy maybe just because significant other of Pam. Yeah, but why does Daryl have yeah, to be there? Yeah, that's one of those where the reason he was there is because he's now a character on the show with lines, so they wanted him there. But like as far as the actual office goes, that doesn't make any sense. To that's me. funny. Yeah. All right. So there we go. All right. So. Should we fire up the grill for the hot take of the week? Absolutely. Okay. So here it comes. Yeah, here George comes. Foreman here, grill. Here come the George Foreman grill, the bacon. Oh, I love the smell of bacon in the morning. And pardon me, I don't have a butler, so I have to cook it myself on my George Foreman grill. It's healthy, tasty. It's tasty. good for me. It's good for me. <laughs> it's a perfect way to start the morning. Okay. That's episode so, eight, everyone. Go check it out. That's right. Go back. Go back and look at when we analyze the injury. All right. You want to go? Mine's not, I'm not, Mine's not great either. I'm not particularly <laughs> proud of mine, but go ahead. My hot take is that Michael put together an amazing thing all by himself mm -hmm. because Michael has this entire script. He's given out all the entire, all the awards. He has explanations for them, no matter if it's just the spicy curry award or the fine work award, mm -hmm. but he also writes parodies to all these songs I know, and he's right? written them on these huge <laughs> cue cards. Right. Like he spent hours and hours of, of time working on this he's never spent that much work on anything else in his entire time at the office and that's a theme at the the office he spends time on silly things writing them off as morale boosters when really they're just for him to have fun and that brings to mind a couple of things one is if he writes out all the lyrics to his parody songs maybe he developed that skill over the years because in the previous dundee you see him parodying the song Mambo number five. Mm -hmm. And he says a little bit of Angela, uh, but he's clearly just improvising because he looks around and he goes a little bit of Angela on the thing, a little bit of Roy eating chicken fingers. Okay. So that's just one theory. The other theory is I used to coach you in youth uh, baseball and youth basketball. And this isn't my hot take, but it's just an observation that I'm sadly, I have, I definitely have some Michael Scott in me because you remember I would give out those awards. Absolutely. I do. And then they were always like, just made up like the Iceman Award, the Iceman Award, or the Hustle Dude Award, or whatever. And it was, it's very, it was very Dundee esque. But maybe that's, maybe the Dundee is where I got my idea from. I don't know. It was right around the same time. That's funny. Uh, yeah. 
my hot take is it's just kind of obvious, but like we we talked previously in the episode Stress Relief where we were like Stanley kind of saved the office just by laughing at Michael's joke yes. when the tension was high. So my hot take here is it's a warm, more of a warm take is that Pam saves the office. Wow. Because she, if she hadn't just spoke up and said, I didn't get a Dundee yet. I didn't get a Dundee yet. And she's like half drunk or fully drunk or whatever. And yet that starts the ball rolling. And then Jim starts getting into it. And then Stanley kind of makes a joke. And then all of a sudden it's a great night when it could have been a complete disaster. One of the things, maybe I'll expand upon the hot take. One of the themes of the show that comes around and around again is, Michael somehow overcomes his incompetence by the skin of his teeth. There's that one episode where it's the pretzel day episode. I don't forget Mm -hmm. what the main theme of it was, but Jan is so frustrated with Michael that she tells Pam to secretly write down everything Michael does during the course of the day. And the first thing she writes down is, do you remember? No. Cosby impersonation. Yeah, I do remember that. because (laughs) Because he's just making fun of a client on the phone saying, cause the cause, hey, hey, hey. And then he goes and gets a pretzel. He does nothing the whole day. And then at the end of the day, he goes up and hands Pam a sheet. And Pam goes, this is a really big sale you just made, Michael. And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess it is. Like, yeah. so, so somehow he's incompetent, competent, competent, competent. And then all of a sudden, boom. So there you go. Good one. All right. So this, we have a special treat for the Dundies. Special Dundies. edition of the Dundies. We, we're giving you uh, three for the price of one. Usually we just make up a Dundee. But what we thought for this one we do. This was your idea, Griff. So this is my idea. Yeah, go ahead. We noticed that we don't actually see the Dundies given to certain characters. We don't see it given to Jim. We don't see it given to Dwight, to Meredith, to Toby, mm-hmm. and Oscar. Those right. are the five characters that we don't see get given to Dundee the night of. And what we wanted to do was predict something along the lines of what Michael would have given them if we right. were able to see it. So, um, we, so we picked three of them, right? We picked three. So yeah. we're giving to Jim, Dwight, and Toby. Right. Oh, wait, I did Oscar by mistake. Is You're that fine. Okay? That's fine. <laughs> you do the, you, you, I did not follow directions yet. Mine but, aren't great. Like these are okay. just, well, that's good. It's so, not very original. So, so go ahead. You do yours. My gym one is the coolest in the office. That's pretty good. Because there's that whole like sequence, that whole subplot where he and uh, Michael tries to befriend Jim and they become like quote unquote good friends. And right. When Jim mistakenly or ill-advisedly shares a secret with him. Exactly. And yeah, they have like right. grape soda together and <laughs> Michael starts <laughs> right. wearing his clothes like Jim. That's but I think Michael has like this deep appreciation of Jim in the office and wants to be his friend. Very good. Mine was close. Mine, my award that Michael would have given Jim was my best tall friend award. <laughs> I just think he, he seems to notice people that are tall just for the he sake of being him something based off of the basketball game like uh, yeah. MVP or something like that that's true um, because that's fresh that's like two episodes ago that's right but yours is better thank you all right so we moved to Dwight you do Dwight and I'll do Oscar because that's what I prepared so okay so my Dwight is the best number two because <laughs> go ahead Michael always hits Dwight like knocks him down does anything to him treats him really poorly and then at the end of the night or whatever he actually has a nice heartfelt moment with him and that's like oh I've been testing you like after their fight right and then I feel like in this he would have given him like a nice heartfelt award just because he likes him and he realizes he's actually a good worker that's Spot on, because as I mentioned earlier, he, he does throw him a compliment at the very end of the night after basically screaming at him the whole time. It, it also calls to mind the big time feud between Michael and Dwight, where 
Dwight somehow comes to believe that he's actually going to be, well, thanks to Michael's ruse, Dwight thinks he's going to be the new manager and Michael is just fooling him and sort of testing him. And then he exposes Dwight for being going behind his back and reduces Dwight literally to his knees. He's on his knees begging Michael. What I'll can do I your do? laundry for I'll a year. I'll do your laundry for a year. And do you remember what Michael says at the very end? You it's can, like hug what, it. What you, uh, you can get up. It was because he was obsessed with the entourage at the time. So he says, you can get up and you can hug it out, bitch. Yeah. And, he, and he throws him a bone. He's like, you can hug me. But then later he still makes him do his laundry. Right, right. <laughs> All right. So that's a good one. I So I did Oscar by mistake. And I just thought Oscar would have received La Cucaracha Chimachanga Award. Because <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Because it would have been something horribly and randomly racist and, and vaguely Mexican. It's and funny, so, in the deleted scenes, we see Michael dress up as this character that looks like he's straight out of like the Indian reservation or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he looks like... He dressed up as chief or chief <laughs> character or something. And, and then and he runs on the stage <laughs> going, hope, 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 hope. Yeah. It's like the most racist character I've ever seen him yeah. do. Worse than Ping, I think. <laughs> It's hard to, it's hard to compete with Ping, but yeah, um, that's a theme like that. It Michael is. is just blatantly racist. And the the funniest moment along those lines was the I want to say the diversity, the what was that called diversity training episode, which we haven't talked about yet, but. This is just a great sequence where Michael thinks he's being so open and saying, let's go around and talk about our nationalities. What are you in? What are you, Oscar? He says, well, parents immigrated here. So I'm a second generation Mexican-American. So Michael says, ah, that's great. That's great. Is there a different term you prefer other than Mexican? He says, why? He goes, well, there are certain connotations. What connotations? (laughs) It's a different term other than Mexican. It's brilliant. Okay. All right. The last one we were going to do was Toby, right? Right. So and you, you go. This is just a battle of who had the funnier. Like, <laughs> I know. Mine's not that Toby. good. But it's Mine's the loseriest loser award. <laughs> <laughs> just because Toby's a loser. <laughs> I had the horrible face award. <laughs> it definitely would have been something like that. I want to hear what, like, we should wanna, ask a director of the office yeah. to figure out what it would have been. Minnie yeah. Kaling wrote this episode. so That's right. And she, she's probably around here somewhere. She's from Boston. It's funny that she wrote the episode because she has, like, one of the most awkward scenes in the this entire episode of the spiciest curry spicy, award. Spicy curry award. Yes, you probably wrote that herself. It's hilarious. That's um, funny. Well, that yeah, Toby did get a Dundee in when they did the Dundies much later. Michael's last Dundies in season yeah. seven, and I think he got something like the, the horribleness or something. Didn't Michael make the speech? Yeah. But every year people suffer from horribleness. All right, excellent. Listen, thanks for listening to the podcast, people. All right. Griff, I want to give you the Dundee for best son ever. Oh. Yeah. I would not give that to anyone else except for Adrian. He gets one too. <laughs> Thanks for listening to That's What They Said. This podcast is a production of pod617.com. Go there if you want your own podcast, kids. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. And you know what? Just everybody has a, a friend who's a big fan of The Office. Share it with them. Hit the share button, whatever app you're listening to this podcast on. Hit that share button. Tell people that you like it. So Griff, as is, he's on a, a roll here with closing out the show. So Griff, take us out. I'll ask everyone, why does Dwight cue Michael early? Why is the office given Boulder Awards? And why is Pam banned from Chili's? Why? Because that's what they said. That's what they said. <laughs> See you next time.